Welcome to the 12 Days of Edition Wars. In this year's series, we are taking a deep dive into the iconic spells of Dungeons & Dragons. What were they like at first? How have they changed? Are they better than ever? And we are going to talk about all of that and more. Today, we are covering... Silence. I am your host, Sam, and I am here with my wonderful co-host, Brandis. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. A uh, bit of a cough. Apologies to listeners. Uh, couldn't be helped. It's post-nasal drip season. But with that uh, exciting update into uh, <laughs> d- disease and other maladies yes, yes. Uh, from first edition. Yes. Uh, very early right in the, the DMG. Very early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to know about the uh, the brainworms, man. That's right. Yes, you do. And the bloody flux. But anyway. Fortunately, I have neither of those things. <laughs> More earworms than brainworms. <laughs> so, silence. Silence actually doesn't show up in OD&D until Supplement 1, Greyhawk. It is not in the original first three booklets in the original D&D 1974 box. And uh, so we don't see it until Supplement 1 comes out, where it says, Second level, Cleric Spell. Silence, 15-foot radius. This spell allows the user to either cast silence upon himself and his party so as to move with no sound, or to cast the spell upon some object or thing to silence it. Duration is 12 turns, range 18. So it, it's really interesting to me right out the gate that this is one of the very small number of spells that includes an area in its name. Right. And it does that for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. And it does it without yeah. there being a higher radius silence to distinguish it from. Right. Right. Or just silence without a radius, like you cast it on the caster themselves and that's it. Yeah. Or or one other person and no and only that right. Like, yeah, it's very odd. I I, I always wondered about that. But I wonder if that was some negotiation between Gary and Gary Gygax and and his players, where whoever whoever created the spell, if it wasn't him, I don't know, I don't know the history of silence. Um, but I can imagine it being some sort of stipulation, right? Maybe. And then it ended up in the name. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe, maybe they had in mind a different one, right? Like a something else. And it just, that, that one never actually came to fruition. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe at their table, there was right. a, a different radius yeah. also, a separate it, spell. Right. Yeah. And it never got, it never got uh, put into any published material, yeah. right? That, that could happen. Yeah. Uh, but right. It, it is absolutely going to prove to be 15 foot radius. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that foot yeah. hash. It is, uh, yeah, because it's a part of the name. Yeah, it's right. not. It's not the foot sign for ranges, weird ranges in OD and right. in first ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the other huge thing about this is that its tactical purpose is not to shut down spellcasters. Right. Its tactical purpose is to move without sound. Right. It's to sneak. Yes. And. First of all, clerics having the move without sound spell is wild mm-hmm. because they're never going to have anything like that again. <laughs> and I'm exaggerating mm-hmm. somewhat, right, but right. Um, at the point where this is a tactical stealth spell, like that is that is unusual for clerics. Uh, you would maybe expect to see it 
paired up with invisibility over in magic well, user a little bit more. But no, so here's so not. here's what here's what I was thinking, right? This this is you're talking about a class of of PC who fights a lot of undead. Yeah. And undead are relatively silent. So if you were trying to commit a ruse and blend in, so to speak, you might want to silence everyone so that you could move in that shuffling gait that zombies have and not make any more noise than they would. And you know what I'm saying? Like I could see it used in a, in a sort of, you know, in, in a scenario like that. And to be fair, it does also say, or to cast the spell upon an object or thing to silence it. Right. Like, so if something's happening and the bells start ringing and you need to silence them. Right. So it's it's an interesting spell it's definitely an interesting spell yeah um just fascinating that it, it is over there in cleric uh mm-hmm. i mean this is a great utility spell i'm honestly really sorry that it shifted away from this spell concept mm-hmm. because i really don't like what it becomes well so having said that, let's move yeah. through the ages and, and see what happens to it. So when we get to Holmes Basic, uh, you see that it is basically the same. 15-foot radius is still part of its name. Uh, level 2 cleric spell, range 180 feet, duration 12 turns, all that's the same. Allows the user to cast silence in a large area so as to prevent sound or allow his party to move noiselessly. It can be used to silence some object as well. Note conversation is not possible under a silence spell. Right. So the very earliest update to it, you know, points out yep. that uh, now utterances of the vocal sort are not allowed. Right. The tactical flow is still about... Uh, allowing the party to move noiselessly is a main mm-hmm. thing right but also preventing sound such as as you point out you know alarms mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you can't raise an alarm um right. if you can't sound a horn yep. yep um i don't know how clear verbal components are in the text we're looking at right now because it, it doesn't say you know, it, it doesn't jump straight to, mm-hmm. and you can't use verbal components, which would be a reasonable thing for a writer to do if that were a main expectation. Right, right. But it, it talks about conversation is not possible. Right. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's let's move to the next little jump here. So this is uh, this is BX. So this is your Moldvay Moldvay Cook. Okay, Moldvay Cook Marsh, and its yep. silence 15 foot radius is still in the name, same range, same duration. Now it's more specific. This spell will make an area of a th- with a 30 foot diameter totally silent. Conversation and spells in this area will be prevented for the duration of the spell. This spell does not prevent a person within the area from hearing noises made outside the area. If cast at a person, the victim must save versus spells, or the spell effect will move with him. If the saving throw is successful, the spell will remain in the area in which it was cast, and the victim may move out of it. So that's some very specific changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole bunch of specific changes, in mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, preventing spells. Like the, the 
phrasing of that second sentence is a little uh, unfortunate for mm-hmm. the implication of uh, preventing incoming spells as if it were anti-magic shell, mm-hmm. which right. it, it is. Yeah. That's not, that's yeah. not what they mean. And yeah, that's not what they mean. And I don't think anybody interpreted it that way. I, I, I don't think that any person who knows what they're doing interprets it that way. No, right. but yeah, preventing uh, verbal components mm-hmm. is suddenly uh, like, this is the moment where it becomes the main application. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, and because I don't know. It, this doesn't discuss moving noiselessly at all. Well, it's that, it, that, it, that phrase is not here. Yeah. It, it's, it's more about, um, well, so it does include though, casting it on a person. Right. Uh, and but and, but then and, you get the feeling though that they're talking about casting it on an enemy spellcaster. Right. It's not talking about casting it on your friend the thief, right? Right. The implication is that the yeah. person you're casting it on doesn't want that to happen. Right, exactly. So they're they safe spells yeah. to resist. Exactly. It. Right. Right. Yeah, no. It definitely went from a utility spell that you might use based on a location or what your party wants to do, and now it has sort of morphed into a, actually an offensive spell or defensive spell that is has targets that are not you and your party. Right. And a strangely very long duration for an attack spell. Well, uh, but it's defensive in a way though, right? Cuz you're not actually harming anything. So it's not really an attack spell. Uh it's, it doesn't harm anything on its own, but it's an attack right. spell in the debuff sense of sure. yeah, you were yeah. you were a caster yeah. 5 seconds ago. Right, right. That's nice. But but in the ter- in terms of this game and the spells available, it's not right. it's not really an attack spell. It's, like now, now I could see what, why right. why you're calling it that. But yeah. and the the tactical purpose that this spell's text presents is we silence the caster anywhere from you know an apprentice up to a lich. Yep. And then we go sword him to death. Right. Right. The interesting thing though is it gives them an out. Right. Because the out is. If you cast it on the room, right, and the ma- the enemy magic users in the room, they can just simply leave the room yeah, and still cast their spell. Yeah. But if you cast it on them, they actually get a save. So it is it's, – it's not an instantaneous, you know, kill switch, right? It's, it's not a, right. oh, now you can never cast, depending on the level of that caster and how easy well, it is for and, them to make the save. And all that. depending on whether there are doors that they can – get past right, your guys course, and yes. open right mm-hmm. like the number of casters who just get right. backed into a corner and sure so on, yeah yeah, yeah for know, sure yeah, bullied yeah. to death is probably yeah. high right so let's take a look at what happens in beck me um in beck me this is uh in the in the expert book again um silence 15 foot radius still in the name range same duration 12 turns sphere of silence 30 feet across the spell makes the area of effect totally silent Conversation and spells in this area are impossible for the duration of the spell. So same text there. The spell does not prevent a person within the area. Okay, this is the same. Uh, they get they get a save. Uh, if the save successful, the spell is still in the area, but the victim can move out. Right. So same same thing. Um, yep. Same exact thing actually. Uh, so let's so let's so that's Beck me. So that's fine. Uh, let's look at first edition. First edition. Silence, 15-foot radius. It's an alteration spell. Level 2, range 12, duration 2 rounds per level, uh, 30-foot diameter sphere. It has components, casting times 5 segments, no saving throw. Explanation or description. Upon casting this spell, complete silence prevails in the area of its effect. 
All sound is stopped, so all conversation is impossible. Spells cannot be cast, and no noise whatsoever issues forth. The spell can be cast into the air or upon an object. The spell of silence lasts for two rounds for each level of experience of the cleric. In other words, two rounds at first level, four at second, six at third, four at eight at fourth, and so forth. The spell can be cast upon a creature, and the effect will then radiate from the creature and move as it moves. If the creature is unwilling, it saves against the spell, and if the saving throw is made, the spell effect locates about one foot behind the target creature. And then the presumption is it doesn't move with him, even though he doesn't actually explicitly say that. Right. So basically the same. <laughs> basically the same with a little bit of uh, of, of embellishment uh, and explanation, but it's 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 literally the same. It's the same as uh, from from the initial change. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, does does second edition change it? Let's find out. Silence, 15 foot radius, still in the name. <laughs> it's amazing how long that hung on. Uh, yep. Alteration, two rounds per level, 15 foot row. The radius is smaller. It's no longer 30 feet. It's a 15 foot radius now. Um, was it? It should have always before? been a 15 foot radius. That's right. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. I was thinking the other ones were Boy, I would, radius. I would well. really be yeah. goofing on somebody if they no, got no. that one wrong. I, I, I was thinking they were all radius. So, okay. Uh, upon casting the spell, complete slides prevails in the affected. Okay, same text. Conversation impossible. Spells can't be cast. At least it says, at least it says this spells this out. Spells cannot be cast, or at least not those with verbal components, if yep. the optional component rule is used. So, uh, okay, whatever. Um, the effect is stationary unless cast on a mobile object or creature. Last two rounds for each level experience of the priest. Spell can be centered upon a creature. Unwilling creature gets a save. If they succeed, it's one foot behind them. Same thing. The spell provides, it adds this. this. This spell provides a defense against sound based attacks such as harpy singing, horn of blasting, etc. Uh, and worth mentioning that we've also seen the duration go from uh, 12 turns mm -hmm. to two mm -hmm. rounds per level. Right. Really, yes. really signaling that mm -hmm. shift in tactical mm -hmm. use right. from, uh, out of strategic use also. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's gone from a long-term prep to for an infiltration job to, right. okay, get them. Yep, exactly. It went from this is something we're going to plan to use as we move through and explore this dungeon. And if we find ourselves near a location where there seem to be a lot of enemy combatants we don't necessarily want to fight, we are going to silence ourselves and move through and still get to investigate and explore. And we're not going to get any notice and we're not going to make any extra wandering monster rolls because we're all being very quiet. That's the utilitarian view of that. Instead, it's I've got this prepped. So that before we rush in to fight that big bad and we know there's a spell casting shaman in there, we're going to just silence the whole room. <sighs> like Very different. Very different. Um, let's look at what happens in third edition. Third edition. Silence is an illusion. A glamour. Bard to the name changed. Oh, yes. No. Yes. No more. No more range. Right. Uh, because the area changed. It's no longer 15 foot radius. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so level bard two, cleric two components, casting time, one standard action. Look at that range. It's like a, it's like fireball 400 feet plus 40 foot per level area is a 20 foot radius emanation centered on a creature object or point in space. Duration is one minute per level. So not one round, but one minute per level will save negates it. 
Uh, spell resistance, yes. So, upon the casting of this spell, complete silence prevails in the affected area. Same kind of language as before. All sound is stopped. Conversation is impossible. Spells with verbal components cannot be cast. No noise whatsoever issues from, enters, or passes through the area. The spell can be cast on a point. In- so, that's interesting because they really make it e- explicit. Now, it's not just that no noise issues from the area, but if you're making sound when you enter it, you suddenly get quiet and you cannot make the sound just because you're passing through and intend to leave it you basically get silence. I mean, we kind of already interpreted it that way, but they're making it explicit here because third edition. Um, The spell can be centered on a creature and the effect then radiates from the creature and moves as it moves. An unwilling creature can attempt a will save to negate the spell, use spell resistance, if any. Items in a creature's possession or magical items that emit sound receive the benefits of saves and spell resistance, but unattended objects and points in space do not. This spell provides a defense against sonic or language-based attacks, such as command, a harpy's captivating song, a horn of blasting, and the like. So one thing to note it says you can center it on a creature and then the effect radiates from the creature and moves as it moves. That's the same as before, but now it says an unwilling creature can attempt a will save again. It's the same. They get a save. And then it says, or they can use spell resistance. It doesn't have the sentence that says if they save the spell, then targets one foot behind them and emanates out, therefore silencing the room. It just says if you try to cast it on a person and they save, it fails. Yep. And I mean, that's generally in the sort of save or suck model mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. a third, right? That, that fits right. with mm-hmm. how that tends to work. Yeah. Um, the duration being a minute per level uh, is substantial, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely think that this does a little bit to say, Oh, hey, that guard that can see us from way over there. Yeah, silence. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Just silence that horn. Just take care of that real quick. Right. Because right. I bet his uh, will save is nothing right home about. Right. Right. Uh, and that's pretty fun. Right. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, that, for sure. That, that does bring back a little of yeah. the infiltration model, even if it is not about silencing your own footsteps. Yeah, I just uh, like even okay. So you don't want to cast it on a person. You could still cast it on the object, and it works because the object doesn't get a save. Um, and you know, uh, I don't remember if sonic damage. Is there anything about sonic damage there? So it think- says it says uh, this spell provides a defense against sonic or language based attacks. Okay, so th- that's interesting because otherwise, in third edition, the sonic damage type is by a mile one of the best damage types uh because it's so rarely resistant yeah yeah interesting um just nothing has any sonic resistance and so a thing that you do as a high level spellcaster as you get more and more tired of uh, you know mainly outsiders Mm -hmm. uh resisting all of your evocations is uh elementally uh, substituting Sonic. Yeah. I guess uh, my my thing about the whole uh, you cast it on an object and the object doesn't get a save, but if you cast it on an enemy, the enemy gets a save. Like that whole idea actually is really indicative of the, uh, of the way that third edition shifted to a grid-based combat, right? Because now, you know, if you 
you know, you might not cast this spell on an object in that room if you know that the caster is right next to that door and they could easily get out of the room and therefore be out of the area of effect. Yeah. And come around behind you and cast behind you or whatever, right? Whereas so you so in that in that case you might a- attempt to cast it on the caster themselves and they'll they might get, you know, they might save, but whatever. At least you that was a better attempt than casting it on the dresser next to them when they can just leave the area. Right. So there's a tactical decision there, even though they still they they brought back a little bit of the sort of exploration and non-tactical necessity of this. They also made it so that its tactics do fit into the third edition For sort sure. of I- ideal of grid based combat. And you would know what at what object you're casting that spell or at what creature you're casting that spell. For sure. Which is interesting. Um Anything else about third edition? Uh, n- no. Uh, I think this one I think this about covers it for me. Yeah. The the sort of tactical we use this to bully casters, right? Uh, you know, really very cheaply because mm-hmm. it isn't like you don't get a fresh save or any chance to end the spell when you're hitting them. They're just still silenced, right? Um. Right. So that drives a complex metagame of, okay, well, I guess they have subtle spell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they can cast while silenced. Right. And uh, that is not a metagame that sparked a lot of joy for me. That's a <laughs> metagame that sparked yeah. a lot of stress for me. Yeah. Because it meant that so much extra work had to go into designing fights that needed to last or be tense. Right. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it didn't spark joy. So Marie Kondo would tell you to get rid of that spell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. fair. Well, and you know, it's also this fairly low-level spell that just griefs your right. players and yeah, locks no. out all their powers. No, for and sure. So I mean, if if what's good good for the goose isn't good for the gander. Maybe we want to not have that be a thing in right. our little spell design. Just a right. thought. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know. So let's look at 4th edition. Yeah. In 4th edition, silence becomes a ritual, which means that it is uh, going to take you 10 minutes to cast it. So it's not to be used, you know, in combat. So here's what it sure. says. It says silence. Straining both your patience and your keen ears you hear nothing in the Duke's private chamber. That's why you're so surprised to see the Duke when you boldly enter. Level one, categories awarding spell. Time is 10 minutes, durations 24 hours. Component costs 30 gold, market price 75, key skills arcana. So in fourth edition, when you cast a ritual, it costs money and uh, you roll an arcana check to see how good the effect is. So here's what it says. You ward a single room or a burst four area so it's not because you can't claim, oh, well, this enormous room is is one single room. So you are a single room or a burst four area against eavesdropping. Creatures attempting to listen to something in the warded area from outside the area take a negative 10 penalty to their perception checks. Okay, so here's the problem with this. They took out the problematic part of silencing casters. Yeah. But then they didn't return the really cool part of the original silence, which is 
using it as a utility to make sure that you can move around, right? What they've done is they've turned it into not an area, they've turned it into a wall. So now you, you cover a room with a wall and everyone in the room can talk to each other, no problem, but those outside cannot hear. I would I would bet cash money that they they said we don't have a good use for this as a, a, a an attack power or a utility effect. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it in rituals and we're going to deliberately make it the cone of silence from Get Smart. Right. I bet that exact conversation <laughs> happened exactly mm-hmm. the way I said it. Yeah, probably. And the problem is is that. I actually don't mind this as a ritual. Like that's a great use of it as a ritual. Like if you're yeah. doing negotiations yeah. with some important, you know, whatever, that's yeah. awesome. I, I yeah. love it. I'm not trying to knock. Yeah. The if, you, if you need privacy, like that's awesome. Right. Right. Absolutely. But like my problem with it is it didn't return the really awesome, like, cause it's just a level one ritual. Like it's, it's not even like, Oh, well, this is such a great ritual. All the Dukes and, and barons and everything are using it. And every time there's a secret meeting of whatever society, they always use this because, you know, it's really popular and it's really high power. It's freaking level one. Like it's not that. So, and I'm not asking for like the biggest, best slice bread silence spell, right? What I'm right. asking for is a silence spell for fourth edition that allows for that, you know, that utility use, making it silent in an area so that, you know, not only does does no one that that is around, he, like, because think about what's happening here. They made it a wall, not a silent space. So anybody in the room can hear in there and anybody outside can't hear in there, which is fine. But now you can't use it to move silently anywhere. Because as soon as you leave the the warded barrier, you're not silent anymore. Yeah. So it kill. I mean, they to me, I think they could have made it a utility level two utility, because that's when people get their utility. Yes, but if they did, then it is locked to one class without multi-classing. Right. right. Well, the, and that's a problem, right? But it's a little bit of a problem. But you can. But you can. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I. Uh, that is that is an issue, but I, I think it's a fundamental issue of the like sort of very locked off to class to specific mm-hmm. classes right design of powers in fourth. Like mm-hmm. there are like, I enjoy fourth, but there are deep fundamental problems in terms of getting from the design that's on the page to right world building and uh, narrative play. Mm-hmm. And, and and we're highlighting one of them. Like silence right. has to be a ritual if it's mm-hmm. going to be accessible, but because it's a ritual, it can't do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. It has to do this other thing. Nothing can be allowed to do that other thing, except unless we're okay with it being locked to one class, because then you can't just give another identical power to a class over here. It's going to be different somehow. Right. But I mean, so if you think about though, it's been locked to uh, one class other than in third edition, when bards could also cast it, it's been a cleric spell for the whole time. So I, I agree. Right. But that's when, that's when clerics were part of the world building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clerics aren't part of the world building in fourth. Right. Because an NPC is not a cleric. Right. They don't behave like a cleric. They have their own stat block that mm-hmm. is not a cleric. 
Right. No, they be able to cast the silence ritual, yeah. but no, they no, can't I, use the yeah. silence power. Right. No, I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, for me, I was a little because remember, cleric's my favorite class. Has it, yeah, man. is in every every edition, right? And so. Yeah. Like for me to see something that is such a great, like, I mean, I feel like we haven't talked about, I mean, like we've spent a lot of time on a lot of these other cells and we've kind of been zooming through silence because it seems like ho-hum, oh, look, they turned it from a utility spell to uh, like a very big opposition spell, uh, a really great debuff. But like the thing is, it's still a really great spell and I really love it. And I like fourth edition too. Right. I mean, nowadays it's not my favorite play style, but I really love the game. But I feel like they could have just done this a little bit different. I get what you're saying, though. Right. You have to make the ritual so that it works uh, so an NPC could cast it. Right. But they could have made some comparable something for the cleric to replace the loss of such an iconic spell. Sure. And the best they really did is you have access to the warden category. Yeah. I'd be happy. I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to convince you, right? Yeah. No. No. I know. I know. Just. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that's and the I, whole thing. And the thing is, based on the design, I understand why they did it. Like, I, I completely get this. Um, but you know, uh, this is one of those cases where they could have named this something slightly different and not ruined my silence. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh sure. Just <laughs> so like the book this appeared in, the player's mm-hmm. handbook. They were yeah. trying to. You know, use familiar names as much as possible yeah, to yeah, where yeah. they could get away with it. Reassure right. people yeah, that this, this is still this, this is still the game you already know. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, I know. Does I it? Know. Does that? Do they hit that mark? I mean, not super. No. Not 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 a lot. In some cases, in some areas, yes, but not, sure. Yeah. So anyway, that is a discussion for a different episode. Let's talk about fifth edition. So in fifth edition. Here we have silence, second level, one action to cast, 120-foot range with a 20-foot radius sphere, 10-minute duration with concentration to the illusion school, and for the duration, no sound can be created within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. It's interesting that they apply the deafened condition to all creatures that are inside. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it it works mechanically. It does has the effect they want, right? But yeah. it's just interesting that this is the first time that has sort of been manifested that way. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm looking up uh, the exact effect of deafened real quick. A deafened creature can't hear and automatically fails any ability check that requires hearing. Well, yeah, you would yeah. be deafened in area of silence. That would yeah, do exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you know, in third, uh, not that you can cast spells with verbal components, but if you could, you would have a spell failure chance. But you can't, so they didn't bother listing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So. I, I really like the nod to immune to thunder damage because it suggests, you know, a whole additional tactical application of the spell. Yeah. Of, yep. well, we know we're going up against something that does just all the thunder damage. Maybe it's a dragon. So we're going to <laughs> silence ourselves or at least our fighters. That's yeah, yeah. fine. Our yep. fighters and our rogues are silenced. They, they don't care. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yep, that's true. It's just like someone like hasn't filled in the foley yet. You know, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna look a little weird because there's, there's no sound to go with any of that. But yeah, that's fine. They're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the the ritual casting of silence, um, a little harder to come up with a really great use case here because it does apply to everything inside the the sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were able to act as a wall or a, a hollow sphere, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like just like what I was describing from fourth edition, yeah. if you it could just, actually just, wall off an area on, yeah. a, you know, form a cube uh, right. with 20 feet to a side. Right. And you can, or however many, you know, however big you want to let it be. Right. The same way prismatic sphere works. Right. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, like that'd be, That'd be interesting again as a cone of silence mm-hmm. function, right? Um, yeah, it's interesting that they let it have a ritual casting, like yeah, um, yeah. But they were working pretty hard to put a ritual tag on anything they could get away with, and they <laughs> they couldn't find too bad of an abuse uh, if it was cast ritually. Yeah. Uh, the The concentration duration is absolutely about. Yep, you silence the caster. His buddy uh, hits you in the head with a rock or whatever. Right. I don't know. Yep. And you lose your concentration, so he's yep. fine again. It, that, yep. Like that's a good defense for that overall. Oh yeah. Because there sure. is a way out, mm-hmm. even if it's you yeah. know not something that most uh, casters are going to be able to do well right. with their lack of physical attacks. So clerics will be fine. They're just going to hit you with a mace, but they have to get <laughs> through your entire you know. Uh, you know, University of Georgia defensive line of right. yeah. uh, your, fighters your and barbarians and yeah. rogues. Yeah, your retinue has to be uh, moved aside for them to get access to you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not sure. that much help, <laughs> but it, it's something. <laughs> it's something. I mean, yeah, uh, ranged weapons, right? Yeah. Like, like maybe you have an archer buddy who can shoot that guy right. for you. All right, so so the 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 overall the overall on silence was from my from my perspective the overall is that it went from a really really cool utility spell to a really really cool spell that turns out to have a great use in combat. Yeah. To Okay, it has a great use in combat, and so that is the only now appropriate use for it. So we're going to start More describing. Yeah, we're going to start describing the use cases that are acceptable, and the and and everything around that because because we know that you're now going to use it primarily as a combat spell. Yeah, and then eventually the you know the the idea of it being a utility has just completely fallen away. Right. Which is sad. And then it shows up as a ritual in fourth where it's a utility, right. but a totally different utility concept. Right. Completely just different concept. Fully unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, they could have added just one line, you know, one use case of, you know, if you cast this on, you know, you can you can cast this on you know four four or five targets right 
that are within five feet of each other. And their 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 clothing, their boots will now be silenced for, you know, yeah. for for some amount of time based on the Arcana check you made, right? Not for twenty four yep. hours. Like you do the room and you do the standard thing. That's all twenty four hours, whatever, whatever. But now you've got it. If you've got this use case where you can cast it on the 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 footwear of your comrades. And but but it's not going to last for 24 hours. It's a much more limited use, but it's still like that. Even that, I mean, that would take like two sentences. Yeah. And it would make it would restore that sort of use case to this and and make it much more useful. Yep. I hear you. Um, I, I think it's worth maybe questioning how much fourth edition's design would see that as so we're going to give you a 30 gold piece stealth boost magic item for your party right get out of oh, here oh for sure no. for sure yeah for sure no i know and that's why i said like i understand why they did which is why which was why my final thought at the when we were talking about the fourth edition version yeah. was like if they just named it something slightly different oh, like i'd sure. be totally okay like because then i would not be have this expectation of it being what I want it to be, and it, you yeah. know, and then get disappointed in that, right? I mean, if they just go ahead and call it Cone of Silence, that honestly would have been yeah. fine, right? The, the number of our listeners who, you know, get that joke is, well, <laughs> there's fewer every year, right. let's put it that way, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but yeah, but also, uh, take some Advil for your back if you, <laughs> if you got that joke. <laughs> Advil doesn't work on my back anymore, man. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I, I guess I, know. <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna have to come make you an old fashioned and fix your back. <laughs> All that right, way. that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> come on over. We'll record our next episode live. That'd be awesome. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet? Well, uh there used to be a site called Twitter. I'm not really there anymore. I'm sort of <laughs> there. I'm not. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Blue Sky at brandistoddard.bsky.social. Uh, I also write for tribality.com. My personal blog is brandistoddard.com. And my Patreon is uh, brandistoddard. How about you, Sam? Uh, I am on the internets at rpgmusings.com. I am also on the artist formerly known as Twitter at DM Samuel. I'm also on Blue Sky at DM Samuel. Same same one as you, I think. I'm also on Mastodon at DM. Look, just search DM Samuel 